Are you having issues co-parenting with your ex? Is communication almost unbearable and you're struggling with how to deal with everyday things for your kids and just wish it could all be easier? Well, that's exactly what we're talking about in today's episode of the Divorce Etc. podcast. We are the ex-experts, Jessica and TH. We focus on helping you navigate your divorce and successfully moving on with your life. Please follow us on all social media at xexperts and check out xexperts.com for tons of free divorce-related resources. Let's bring in today's guest. We have spoken a lot about co-parenting apps amongst ourselves, what works, what doesn't, what needs to be. And we are so excited to bring in Michael Daniels, who is the founder of FAIR, spelled F-A-Y-R, a co-parenting app that's been around for almost six years and is going to talk all about co-parenting apps. Welcome to the show, Michael. And thank you very much for having me, both of you. We did not have the pleasure of apps back in our day. Um, you did? Stop. You we have to do the summit intro. Oh. Okay. okay. Now I'm going to do a different intro. So give me a moment here. Oh, so is that the stop for Allie yeah. to know? Oh. No, uh, no, she'll just listen to this. It's fine. Okay. Three, two, actually, I'm going to switch on my screen, the boxes, because I don't know how it records. Three, two, one. Welcome to this session of the Win Your Divorce Summit. We are so excited to be talking about parenting apps, why you need them, what they can do, and how they can help you in any co-parenting situation, most likely in a not so amicable situation. We are happy to have our guest here today, Michael Daniels, who is the founder of FAIR. Welcome to the summit, Michael. I thank you both very much for having me. I mean, we have to talk about co-parenting apps. That's not something that we had when we were getting a divorce, but we're co-parenting for the rest of our lives. So it probably would have been a good tool um, for us now. So what made you even think that you needed to start FAIR? What was the impetus behind it? Well, the impetus was generally you think that once you reach settlement, uh, the worst is behind you. You kind of feel like, oh, this, this is this is all over. Things are going to get better. Uh, but they're not. Oftentimes you'll end up uh, in a post-judgment uh, modification. Modification will get a... a Somebody might just the communication breaks down and it causes people to argue, and those arguments lead uh, to uh, to future future headaches that you frankly don't know how to navigate, and you and you're trying to communicate with this person. Trust is completely broken down, mm -hmm. and how do you avoid those motions from popping back up? So for me, it's I was living in a world of constantly documenting, and having to document uh, daily time sharing uh, schedules. Um, pickups and drop-offs, all of the expenses. I kept a very dutiful uh, log of all of these things. And when I did end up in a post-judgment uh, hearing, I I would lay these all out. And then the other party would say, well, he made all of that up. And the truth is somebody could make it all up. So I wanted to create something that was really going to be uh, very concrete, that both both parties are, are privy to what's going on and that couldn't be contested. I wanted something incontestable. Is Were you from the very beginning in your situation, was it always that type of a situation where it was like kind of acrimonious and, and high conflict that right from the beginning, it, it had to be done in those kind of a ways that you felt that you needed to be keeping track of everything and recording everything and documenting everything? 
Well, absolutely. I mean, even just through the, generally speaking, at least there's up to three years of backlog in family courts. So you can file, uh, you know, your motion for, um, for whatever it is, and you won't get settlement on that for two years. And in my case, it was two years. And during those two years, you're just living in a, in an anxious state of mind because every little thing that you're doing is being watched and you're you're taking fire from your co-parent constantly. And, and it's just, it's just robbing you of your, of your happiness. And so, yeah, I was from the very get go of, you know, trying to prepare. I was in a, I was in a custody battle. And, and so, you know, you're trying to stay as well documented as possible because, uh, you know, you just, a lot of, a lot of arrows are being shot at you. Had your lawyer said to you from the beginning, like as soon as you start mm -hmm. your custody situation, and I'm just asking this for everyone who's watching, like, uh, did you know from the beginning, you need to start off by documenting everything, what time you're picking them up, what time you're dropping them off, mm -hmm. that you spent X amount of extra money on this type of a thing? Absolutely. Yeah. She was saying, do you need to document every receipt? Every time you pick up, drop off, you need to show the show the, the, the court, because if this ends up in trial, you need to be able to prove to, the, to a judge that you've been a responsible co-parent and that you're being, the, you know, you're that, that you are, uh, in fact, a, a present parent, financially present, emotionally present and physically present in the children's lives. So, yeah, I documented everything. Every uh, the problem is like. For example, my my attorney had told me, you know, communicate via email because emails are admissible in court where text messages were not. So I would send emails and I'd get responses in text message. And so it was just everything was breaking down okay. and, and wasn't working well for me. And I remember having to go buy some some app that was able to take your iOS messages and export them into some PDF. And it was like a really expensive app. I think I paid like a hundred dollars for that. Just, just for that one thing, just to convert it all over to prepare myself for, for trial. And um, yeah, it, it's just, look, it's it just so difficult to, to be the best version of yourself when you're under that level of pressure. Right. Right. And, and I, I honestly also had to keep track. I had a calendar and I would write out every day when my ex had visitation, what time he came to pick up, what, what time he came to drop off, was dinner, did they get dinner? And mm -hmm. if they had birthday parties, did he buy the gift? Did I, like, I had to do that. Mm -hmm. I had to do that because then the, the process also makes you feel like you can't trust your soon to be ex anyway. So I think it's really great that you have an app and it is admissible to the court, right? All of the information that's loaded into it. Yeah. Yeah, and is that every, the same for all co-parenting apps or just certain yeah. ones? Well, no, they're they're all. I mean, all co-parenting apps are, are created for this purpose. And and there's there's fortunately now there's a lot of, of good ones out there um that, that do a lot more. I mean, when I got into this, there there were there was a a, a legacy brand that had been around, but again, it, when it was created, it was it was during the time prior to the advent of the smartphone. So when you think about what the world was back then, when you talk about this sort of thing and you're logging things on, on a desktop. That's a very different, the, the, the product was postured more around documentation rather than truly co-parenting in an amicable right. way. And also right. being on the go, being able to like just I mean, do yeah. stuff, right. like you said. Right. If you're not and many of their features phone. were not uh, uh, app-based, they were only web-based. So for example, you could get a message, but it could be seven hours old uh, because right. certain features just weren't swears. So I created something completely app-based and really the impetus for it was one particular event. Uh, 
it, nobody had ever had a, um, I was the first co-parenting app to have a geo check-in feature. And this really was what caused me to go ahead and pull the trigger and build it. Cause my, my we had a time sharing schedule that I was supposed to deliver the children where my co-parent was living 43 miles away from me. So I, on Saturday morning, I drove 43 miles down there. And upon getting there, there's nobody at the house. Nobody was answering the phone or the door. And, and so I, not responding to any messages. So I just turned around and said, the heck, after 30 minutes, I just came home. And upon getting home, I get a call from my attorney who had just been contacted by her attorney saying I'm in violation of this court order. Now this has serious you know, repercussions yeah, uh, because absolutely. we had a trial coming up and the material fact is I wasn't there. The kids were not, de- were not delivered. So this doesn't look good for me. And this could probably end up affecting, you know, years to come of my co-parenting uh, relationship with my children. You know, this could have serious out, uh, repercussions. So, I, but I said, I was there and they said, well, no, what proof do you have? Well, fortunately, thank goodness, I had taken a toll road. So I was able to pull my records from the toll showing that I had exited the toll at a certain period of time. So I was fine with this particular accusation. However, what if I had taken any other road? Right. I was just lucky. My attorney had said, well, in the future, go to McDonald's, buy $1 French fries and save the receipt. I mean, how I ridiculous. Think about that. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's already so hard. Yeah. And now I have to remember to go and make a pit stop so I can have a track record of a receipt right. of a purchase right. of a, like. But that's a huge thing. I mean, for, for any, every, everyone, again, listening and watching, you know, the proprietary piece being that you have a geo tracker. So when it comes to you or your ex fighting over what time someone arrived somewhere, whether they went to the right place, when they dropped them off, like that's key. Yeah. It's, it's indisputable now. So, I mean, right. I, so now you get to sleep better because I, I lost a lot of sleep over that. I mean, just that one. And I lost $800 in legal fees that day too, by the way. Right, just dealing with that to prove that you were right. I mean, this is the most stressful, financially stressful time in people's lives. I mean, they're going through these things that are highly, they're very expensive. I mean, they will wreck people for decades at some of these divorces, right? Some people just don't recover from it. Uh, And and it's the second reason, it's the second biggest reason that's next to medical bills that people file for bankruptcy. And I mean, this is a hard time. So for me, one Saturday morning, I'm already, you know, count, you know, trying to save all my dollars here, going through a very stressful time. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, your $800 bill just from something completely stupid, completely ridiculous, you know, which you were being honest about. I I have to be (laughs) some of the people that I've spoken to actually use the apps, the various different co-parenting apps, just because it makes it easier to track your expenses and everything. So it you don't have to be in a contentious situation it certainly will help because if you're not communicating at all with your soon to be ex or your ex, mm-hmm. this is great. Aren't, don't some also have like a tone meter on it? Yes. See yes. what kind of tone you're using in your messages, yeah. but to track your expenses and, and all of that kind of stuff to have it in one place that's portable and easily accessible, I think is, is really yeah, a great value. Self-organized. Most people lose cases, not because they're bad parents. They're just bad documenters. Mm-hmm. So the, the apps make it really easy to stay well-documented and that you're ready at any, any time. And you save a lot of money in paralegal fees. I mean, so, but I, I have a question. If you're dealing, we've had a lot of discussions about mm-hmm. high conflict divorces and difficult people and people being married to narcissists who, um, and my understanding is like when you're married to someone unreasonable and you can't, you know, have normal conversations with them, that's certainly a problem. I'm curious to know, does the court ever have to like, 
order someone to to use the app because i i would imagine there are certain situations where i i could be like i i this is going to make my life easier i want to start using this app and it does require diligent documentation and i could see people's exes being like fuck that i'm not using i'm not going to do that and then i wonder like how how is that what happens then yeah, well, it's like somebody's always benefiting from things remaining ambiguous, right? Somebody is benefiting from the breaking down of communication. And I tell people all the time, uh, you know, unless you can get both parties to agree to it, put it in your settlement agreement, which is the most ideal situation. Mm-hmm. And sometimes judges, yes, will will uh, order it. Uh, but it's best when two parties can say, listen, we've got these children for the next whatever, 10 years that we have to raise together. This is the only area of life that you can be in a civil suit with another human being. And have to go on communicating with them for years to come. That's very hard. And when you talk about romance having been involved and the breaking down of that, it just strains the lines of communication so badly. And your children are the ones who are going to who are going to be you know affected by it. So putting that aside, this is the best way to do it because you get to remove all of the emotion. You get to sit behind the wall of that app. Everything that's being written there is documented. Everything like that, the geo check-in thing. I mean, the fact that I could have shown up that day, dropped a pin. I can't manipulate it. It's not like Facebook's check-in feature. You could be at the Taj Mahal right now. Like you, you can check your, you can't manipulate. You're there. Your co-parent gets an instant push notification to their phone. That day, particularly for me, she never would have picked up the phone to call her attorney because that's it. I would have saved $800 that day. So the amount of money you're saving and not even aware that you're saving it's you just don't even know it's you're saving a lot so i just encourage people to use it no matter what even if your co-parent refuses to use it with you because they want to be the one who keeps things ambiguous if you end up in court one of these days you're going to look great to a judge right you're the one trying and and that co-parent's being invited to join the conversation and you're going to win by default so for people who don't who haven't used parent co-parenting apps before who really you know haven't read up on them mm-hmm. read different reviews give us what the features are so that mm-hmm. people understand how beneficial the whole thing is uh yeah well i mean the the, the core features my initial core features were obviously uh communications so that's your your text messaging you have all of the ease of text messaging that we're used to with all of the admissibility of emails. So it's the best of both worlds. So you're texting um, through the app, not through your iMessage or anything yeah, else. Yeah. Through, through the app, everything's in there. It shows when it, things are read, everything's time, date, and stamped. Um, images are as well, if you want to send those through as well, uh, which is helpful. Sometimes people can say, well, you were there, but the kid wasn't with you. Well, you can take a you can take a picture and the kid's time, date, and stamped as well. So, um, so that's one feature. Uh, the expense tracker obviously tracks expenses back and forth, and in real time, it'll show the. There's a pie chart in there that will show you know right now you're at forty nine fifty one on the expenses or whatever your your expense sharing agreement is. Everything is logged in there. All the receipts can be saved. You can leave notes attached to it. We also have categorization. So, like when I log an expense, was it was it medical, uncovered medical, dental, vision, extracurricular, school. I mean, there's a whole bunch of categories and it's nice to keep track of that as well, because I mean, some of those things are tax deductible and it's hard to remember them at the end of the year, but they're all there. Yep. Um, and then, uh, and, and then of course, so that's the expense tracker. And then we have our geo check-in feature, um, obviously, as I previously had mentioned. Right. And, um, um, and so, uh, wait, what, did I hit all four? What did I hit I, here? I think so, but ha- the how cal- Oh, the calendar, the co-parenting calendar. Yeah. 
Pope right, Aaron which actually calendar. is a huge point of contention for a lot of people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But once you agree to it and you put it in there, then you have yeah. to follow through with it and your geo tracker yeah. will see if you're where you're supposed to be. But, but what I love about all of this, honestly, is it's so overwhelming just to get a divorce, mm-hmm. to get your paperwork together is such a huge pain in the ass. <laughs> and the fact that you're making my life a little more efficient, just mm-hmm. take a picture of the receipt. I just... It's already done. I don't have mm-hmm. to go back and look through the stack of crap that I've collected in the last year and then start logging things. Like if you can get into the habit of doing this on a regular basis, it'll keep you so much more organized, totally reduce your stress, potentially save you money and make your co-parenting a little easier than it would have been, which is the goal. I think it's great. So brilliant. What, what, um, like changes have you felt compelled to have to make from the initial launch till mm-hmm. now in the last five years? Because I would imagine you're getting feedback all the time from people oh, yeah. and even for yourself yeah. in your own situation. Oh, hey, we should have thought about this. Yeah, our feedback loop is, has been great from our users. Uh, actually, we've we've added several things. Like one of the things we added, uh, for example, was a child profile. A lot of people say, you know, sometimes I'll be on vacation somewhere and my co-parent, you know, it's good for you to have their, every, again, nothing fair. We don't sell user data. Everything is incredibly encrypted, private. We're not, generally in the world of apps, they're either selling you a product or you are the product that they're selling. So in our case, we, um, nothing's free, just realize that that they're they're got to make money on it somehow it's not easy to run these things so um we don't sell anything so in the child profile for example you might have the birth certificate in there you can upload pdfs uh images uh leave notes i have like your your school ids in there maybe your what grade your kids in what their what's their teacher's name what rooms they're in uh vaccination information when they do for the next vet who's the pediatrician like there's so there's a whole child profile for each one of the children that you put in there so that's one of the things we added just to help the parents keep stay organized uh generally nowadays everything's online so when your kids are away for school if if, if they don't have the automatic logins maybe you don't remember their school id number but now you've got it you can log right. in from some other computer and, and then you don't have to bother your ex i yeah. mean i would get bothered anyway because he isn't gonna want to look darren literally emails me at least twice a week asking me for login information for stuff right I'm like just I, get I would a get password keeper anyway. on your phone <laughs> but how nice would it be to be like just check yeah. the app click yeah, yeah. Well, no, exactly. So, the, so we've exactly we try to make that easier. Again, everything we're doing here is just trying to make the the lines of communication better for people to avoid escalation, unnecessary escalation. Because most of the times, it's people aren't necessarily bad. I mean, we, we like to paint our co-parents as just like the worst people on the planet. But I mean, generally speaking, you know, everything's a shade of gray, and uh, it's bad communication that makes us start to making certain. Uh, suppositions about the other person's intentions and when things are just black and white and left in here and allows people to uh, mitigate some of that stuff so that's that's what we're trying to do is just help help people communicate more clearly so that misunderstandings and disagreements don't escalate and then what about a fee how much does it cost like what what do these apps require in terms of costs and do parents share the cost is it is it like a cost for me and a cost for my ex, or is it like a family plan? Yeah, well, you know, we have. Uh, we should probably should create a family plan for people who just say, "Hey, I'm going to cover the cost." But uh, we've we've so far right now, what we are is we have the value proposition of monthly, which is uh, nine ninety nine a month, or um, if we have a discount code, also um, you can just write, type in the word discount, and you'll get a twenty percent discount on that. Um, uh, but so 
there's the monthly, there's the annual, which is $99 a year, or there's the three year, which is $199 for three years. So those, those are, I mean, those are options. it's so little money in the scheme of I mean, things it's, it's and dealing hack. with court, like your, <laughs> your sense of like calm in your brain is at least worth that much money. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious if, if the way that it works, and I don't know if that's, if it even, I mean, we got divorced over 14 years ago. Mm -hmm. And as you said, like text messages used to not be permissible in court. So I'm wondering like, what's different in in the FAIR app that allows certain communications to be admissible? What is that that makes courts allow it? Well, there's too many things. There's too many apps out there that you can manipulate and fake iOS messages. And iOS messages can be deleted. You know, people can go in there and take it, right. take it back. You can't delete anything. Anything goes in, in FAIR is not being deleted. It's, it's there. It's done. You said it. Um, you know, we, we intend to probably uh, create a tone meter. Uh, I've danced around this one because in the past, it's really, in my cases, for example. Um, it's so subjective. It, well, the problem is, is why do you want to artificially prop up a, somebody who may be crazy? Like somebody who's like liter literally writing messages with 14 exclamation points, 17 uh, question marks. Like a judge needs to know you got one of these people who's just freaking crazy. A, a guardian at litem needs to know who's crazy here if they're going to make an informed decision. When you're yeah. artificially fixing all of their language to make them sound like like they're a little angel, that's not doing anything good for the child. Uh, that's just right. my Right, that's a that's good. A really that's a good, good point. point. Yeah, I'd rather you can manipulate it. Responsibility for hey, I need to ch chill because I'm gonna uh, I'm 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 a crazy person. <laughs> like I'd rather people take responsibility for the things that they're writing. I think that right. makes a, a okay. lot of good sense. What comes next when it comes to this? I mean, you guys have gotten into a, a niche area that is so needed and that, you know, people are jumping on. So where, where does it go from here? Yeah, well, we, we have some big plans for FAIR. Like uh, we, we, we want to take it to the next level because right now we are a, we're essentially a, a tool just to, just to help. It's like a little Swiss army knife, help you through these little problems, but we're not necessarily yet rebuilding people. So I would like to sort of gamify fair uh, and, and, and to give you like real world um, savings for it. For example, I like to uh, get content from, from people like you, experts like you, people who have been through it, support groups like you, where we make tiny little uh, digestible one to three minute clips every day. And we get a little push notification, digest your little video that, that is teaching you something on just to keep this stuff on the front of your mind. So that when mm -hmm. you're going through these stressful things, we're actually helping you uh, to with the with the proper maybe techniques or or information just to help you avoid escalation and it, and I think when that when I digest like a, a one minute little video every day we get that from Instagram right we scroll through we follow certain people and we're getting that but how cool would it be like if you're getting it little prompted every day within the app you watch it and you've got twenty fair points for having watched it you get all these you get all these fair points and then we like to uh, we like to establish certain relationships with let's just say, you know, Royal Caribbean, right? Mm -hmm. If, you know, you say, hey, you know, I've got, I can redeem these fair points for a 5% discount to go make memories with my kids. There's oh places my God, awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 So, so now like, we're rewarding quality, good co-parenting behavior. Let, let's say like when I, when I log something in fair, 
And, and just for logging it, I get a fair point. And you as a co-parent would see, oh, you know, you get a push notification. Uh, Mike just logged in expense buying soccer shoes. All you have to do is respond in a positive way. Hey, thank you. That's it. Or yeah, if I send you a message too. and you respond within 15 minutes and don't leave me hanging for two hours, just respond. Thanks. That's it. You get, right. you get the same fair point. So it's not like a, I gotcha thing. Both parties can earn equal points. And then those points can be redeemed for real world savings. I, I think it's that. great. Do you get a demerit? <laughs> no, we don't, we don't want to be. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Away. Now we have to deduct a hundred points. You're not <laughs> going away. That was yeah, bad well, behavior today. But to, to <laughs> I'm just, teasing. I'm teasing. Yeah. But really, honestly, I feel like, you know, the co-parenting, whether people are co-parenting or parallel parenting, it's, if not these, the biggest issue, mm-hmm. one of the top <laughs> issues that people getting divorced with kids have. So for everybody watching here, by the way, if you haven't upgraded to the ticket for extended access for these summit sessions, now's the time to do that. Um, but keep in mind, it's being able to track all of your expenses. It's being able to have a geolocator that proves you are where you say you are. If you're having issues with your ex picking up or dropping off and it's being able to communicate calendar in the right well being able to communicate in the app which is all admissible in court and being able to coordinate your co-parenting calendar it's it hits pretty much everything that you need and as teach mentioned earlier like even if it's not a vindictive or acrimonious situation it just is more organized it makes your life easier you know where everything lives you don't have to worry about it um, we love the idea of co-parenting apps and, and they just weren't a thing 15 yeah. years ago. Well, we do, we barely had phones. So <laughs> really, I mean, we were, we're not that yeah, old. Not anyway, we didn't have phones like today, but it, <laughs> no, it really helps you get your shit together and be yeah. accountable and be the best parent and not let it, it really creates a, a boundary for you with your ex. So it's protecting your emotions too. Like, you can just put it here and walk away. You don't have to have a phone call. You don't have to do any of those things. You just put it all in one place. I think it's really brilliant. I, I love that you're growing it. And listen, everybody wants to win. So let us know when the game's out. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, well, thank you so much, Michael, for taking the time today. And for everybody watching, stay tuned for more of our summit sessions. We have more to come. Thank you. Now I'm going to do outro for our real ending so hang on a second if you enjoyed this episode of the divorce etc podcast with the ex experts today then please help us out when you subscribe rate and review it helps us get the word out so we can support more people like you going through divorce and beyond check the show notes for more info on fair spelled f-a-y-r and of course share this with anyone you know who can benefit from listening have a great day